Hi everybody, welcome to my podcast, Not a Mormon. I actually recorded this episode and was listening back to it and I said um so much and it was really annoying. So I'm going to re-record it and hopefully not say it as much. So this show is called Not a Mormon. I grew up in Gilbert, Arizona, which has a very high Mormon population. In this episode, I'm going to give just an overview of my experience with Mormons and just the Gilbert community in general. So I have lived in Gilbert my entire life. I was born and raised in Gilbert and I went to daycare when I was little. I was one of the few kids that went to daycare growing up. I went to private kindergarten at the daycare through half the school year, then switched to public school. I was in the same public school, elementary school from that half of kindergarten all the way through sixth grade, and then junior high and high school also at public schools, and basically the same kids were there the entire time. There weren't that many kids that were moving around. Pretty much everyone stayed in the same area. So in elementary school, I didn't really notice the difference with people who were Mormon and people that weren't until about maybe second or third grade is when I first noticed that there was a difference, that there were some kids wearing different shirts or they would wear different jewelry and kind of matched. You could tell like these kids belong together and they really knew each other and there were a lot of kids that were cousins. That's like the main thing that I remember is that there was a lot of people that were related to other people who lived in like the same area and my cousins lived across the country. So I did not have that experience at all. And then in junior high, there became a more definite divide. You could see the Mormon groups developing and it kind of became an us versus them. Not in so much that there was anything aggressive about it, but just you could see the dividing lines. There was groups of them in junior high. There was actually um, one girl who she had brown hair. And if you think like the stereotypical Mormon, it is blonde hair, blue eyes. That is stereotypical. It has nothing to do with like, um, like genetics. I don't think that they're intentionally trying to breed that or like, that sounds weird, but have their offspring be that. I don't think that that's a thing. I think it's just the areas that it developed in the communities that it developed in that that is a trend and there was this group of like 11 girls and they were all blonde and there was one girl who had brown hair and they were all Mormon and we called it the blonde Mormon group plus and then the other girl who had the brown hair her name so we'll just call her Patricia so we called it the the blonde Mormon group plus Patricia it's not her name but anyways so you saw these groups developing and they really stuck out because of the way that they dressed the style of their clothes it was all the same And then in junior high two, divides started happening where you notice that the Mormon kids don't really hang out with the non-Mormon kids. Hmm, interesting. Just, you know, you're noticing it. Then we went to high school. And in high school, there was such a big divide because the Mormon groups had obviously developed. But then we got to high school and they had multiple siblings you know in junior high you're there seventh and eighth grade so sometimes you know there'd be a brother and sister in a grade but that wasn't really common but in high school it'd be like two or three 
kids of the same family would be there. And so people would would see their siblings and it created like a bigger community. In high school, I did notice that I was in like the advanced classes that a lot of Mormons were in my classes and um, they definitely took school seriously and it was important to them. And then we went on to college and as we're like applying to colleges and stuff all the Mormon kids are applying but all the boys are like I'm gonna defer as soon as I get it once I get my my call to serve and I was like serve what and they're like to serve a mission and basically in the Mormon church you have to serve a mission as a man to have a chance of getting married because women and girls are taught growing up I've listened to a lot of Mormon podcasts, ex-Mormon, getting different takes, and also my friends are Mormon. Women are taught that a man needs to go on a mission to be worthy of marriage. And so for a man, you really have to do it. Women, I say it's kind of up to them. It doesn't seem as necessary. For some men, maybe that is something that they want in their wife or spouse, but not something that is totally necessary. So when we were, I believe, in high school, they changed the rules so that men could serve at the age of 18. I believe previously it was 19, and I think women were 20, or maybe they were both 19. I'm not for sure on that, but they had moved it down to 18. And so it changed a lot of the guys' plans where they applied to college and they all applied to BYU. Everybody went to BYU. They went to, B- and I don't know if you guys know, there's three BYU campuses. There's BYU in Provo, there's BYU in Hawaii, and there's BYU Idaho. Now, the Hawaii one, obviously, is the most beautiful campus. The Provo one is like the mecca of Mormonism because it's right there in Salt Lake City. It's super close to the temple. I've actually been to the campus and to Salt Lake City when my friends took me around. So, you know, it's a beautiful place. Honestly, can say that. It's very cold, but it's a beautiful place. And then um, there's the one in Idaho. So it was interesting to see who went where. I think, like, the most desired one, from what I could tell, was definitely Provo. And then I think Hawaii and then Idaho. That's, That's the gist of what I got were the big ones, but pretty much everyone I know went to BYU. A few Mormon kids I knew went to in-state, went to ASU, and that's pretty much like all that they went. Um, I did have one friend who didn't go to our school, and she went to school out in like West Virginia. I'm not sure of the university, but apparently there's like a huge Mormon population at this university, so that was really interesting for me. It was like the BYU of the East Coast. So pretty much right out of high school, all the boys immediately went into a mission. They might have taken a few months off for the summer, but then they went into having a mission. One of my best friends served, and he and I wrote letters back and forth while he was on his mission because you're only allowed to call home once a week. At that time, they changed the rules recently, but at the time, you could only call home once a week or email, or sorry, you couldn't call home. I'm sorry, erase that. You could email home once a week you're only allowed to call home twice a year on mother's day and christmas and that was it could not talk to your family over the phone any other time you didn't have access to a cell phone so you can't like facebook message or text them or anything like that 
and then you can contact people by letter. So that's how I communicated with my friend. That worked out well, and we kept in good contact throughout. So it was nice uh, to have that, and I was in my freshman year of college, so it was nice to have a friend from home that I could talk with because I didn't really end up hanging out with that many people that I knew from high school and college. So it was nice to have that friendship. Within a few years of college, the boys came back. So that was like two years. They came home, right? Because that's how long their mission is. Some came back early for different reasons. It didn't really matter to me, but I did see like other people in the community judge them, which I thought wasn't fair because they had tried and not everyone knows your situation and what's going on. And basically, then they started getting married. Now, the girls had started getting married by about our second semester of freshman year. So, barely out of high school and they were getting married. And good for them. And so, then the boys came back from the missions. They started getting married. And then the girls that kind of were left, I noticed all started going on missions. And I think it was maybe to make themselves like a better wife for their husband or to be picked to get married. I don't know their reasoning and I don't think that they'd ever say that that was their reasoning but that seemed obvious to me because once they came back then they got married right away so I don't know can't speak to them but um yeah that's definitely what a lot of them did. I definitely have an opinion on missionary work all missionary work especially religious, I will talk about at a later time because it's not really the time. And then after college, most people were married and that's kind of where we're at now is, um, I mean, I did my undergrad and master's and I'm done now, but some people did their master's. I know a couple who did that. Most people didn't, but that's to be expected just in the general U.S. population. I would say most people have at least one baby The most I know of is three, and the third one she's just pregnant with, so she didn't even have the third yet. So most people is one, a few, very few too. So yeah, that's really interesting to see how their lives are different than mine. So that's pretty much it for my overview for this episode. So thank you for listening to my podcast, Not a Mormon. Please subscribe so that you can hear all my good content and I'm hoping to get this out onto other platforms as soon as possible and tell your friends because I'm going to have some good juicy stories as time goes on.